Well, welcome back to Think Better Soon. The Positive Podcast. I am Jason Noon along with... J.P. Brightley. J.P., tell me about your day today. Well, it is my bride's birthday. So oh, that's she, exciting. Yeah, so we're, we're celebrating all day. We went to church already, and then we met my uh, middle child, Emily. She drove down from Ames. We kind of, we went out a bit to meet her, you know, so we, we drove a bit, met her, and ate at a place called 702, I think, or 712. But, 712. Uh, it was for brunch, so we we celebrated with uh, with with Emily, and later tonight, uh, Lucas will be coming over. And we'll be celebrating with him. Well, I've, happy I, birthday, Ashley! Yeah, from everybody out there on the podcast, we just want to say happy birthday. Happy birthday! I cooked poor, pulled pork last night. You know, put that on the smoker today. I'm going to be doing uh, ribs, so we're going all out. That is wonderful. And then you even planned a Super Bowl around her birthday, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. And the NFL wanted to celebrate today for her. What a big day. Yeah. So this is an interesting episode. I think it's our 61st. Is that correct? 6-1. Ooh, 6-1. Big 6-1. And this is the first episode we've ever done where JP has no idea what we're going to talk about. No clue. No clue. I know you're going to love it. You can roll with the punches as well as anybody can. I am coming in hot. Okay. Brilliant. From my 12th owner's meeting. Now, keep in mind, my wife didn't let me go two years, which is unbelievable in hindsight. We've been in, my wife and I have been involved in a wonderful franchise of resale clothing, sustainability, saving the world, um, one article of clothing at a time, and helping people afford things for their children and now for themselves. But here's the thing, Jake. Tell me. Every single time I go to this thing, I'm so fired up. I can feel your energy. It, it's, it's, I feel one of my favorite. What's one of my favorite words? It's palpable. Oh man, I'm getting predictable. I'm getting predictable <laughs> when you talk about it being palpable and you know, palpable is something you can like stick your teeth in. You can really bite into it. You can really taste it. And I'm going to tell you, it's so rich. It's so great. The, the connection with human beings, with people. And, and you know, the funny thing is JP, this podcast, for the most part, is just the two of us, okay? Yeah. We have guests, and we're going to have more guests. i got people that want to be on the show with us. I'm sure you do, too. Um, but at the, at the brass tacks level of our podcast, it's two like-minded individuals that yeah. would like to help other people, you know, think better. Mm-hmm. Right? Truth. Truth. For the most part, when you go to a franchise annual meeting, it, in theory, in theory, it's 170 franchise owners, which could be husband and wife or a husband or a wife or a man or a woman or whatever. So there's right. 170 business owners. There are, right. when it's in Utah, there's 60 people from the franchise there. There's various store managers, you know, um, people that have signed on to open up a store because their brother or, or sister had it. But really, it's, it's kind of like being, you know, on this podcast, except with 170 people instead of two. Hmm. I believe that. So I, it gets it gets me very fired up. Uh, the reason I wanted to talk about that is I don't care where you're at in life, whether all you can do is find yourself a Bradley, which is what I've done <laughs> on a weekly basis, or if you can drive somewhere, get on a plane somewhere, ride a bus somewhere, buy a plane ticket somewhere, get yourself somewhere where you can connect with like-minded people. Boom. Wow. That's that's pretty fancy right there. Now I can tell you this, I uh, I had a tooth extracted on Friday. 
and I that that did not get me around like minded people. I didn't like that. But the one thing I did do, I did go to a Nate. I went to a Nate Bergatz concert on Friday. How was that? And, and I was around about nineteen thousand like minded people because we all laughed in unison. And you know, it was almost almost two hours of just straight laughing. You know what's fascinating about this conversation is something I've just now hit me. We went to the annual meeting in February of twenty twenty, and on the way back from Mexico, I saw like one or two people wearing a mask. You know, this is first week of February, coming back mm -hmm. from Mexico to America. And you just don't see masks on airplanes at all. Um and it, I'm going to be honest with you, seeing that singular woman sitting over to the left of me on the airplane on a direct flight, I, I was on a Viva Aerobus on that flight back because I don't care. I'll fly a Mexican airline where they don't even speak English because it saves me some money. But well, this woman had that, she had the mask on and it, it kind of horrified me. Now there were rumblings that there may be something going on in China, you know, China. it really, it wasn't necessarily in Mexico. So we spent the whole week in Mexico. Toward like the last day or two, you start hearing about something going on in, in Wu Tang or wherever that was at Wuhan, yeah. <laughs> not Wu Tang. Wuhan. Could have been Wu Tang. So on the flight back, I mean, I keep glancing over this woman. I'm like, what on earth is wrong with her? Little did I know that Little. a month later, the entire world would be strapped with a mask. Yeah, yeah. And, but here's the thing: no, Nate Bergetzi. I can't say the last name. Say it again. Bergetz. No, Nate Bergatz or Bergatzi, but we'll say Bergatz because that's the way it's yeah. supposed to be said. That's a tough one. E it on really the is. No, is. no comedians to go see. You know, the NCAA shuffled. Uh, nobody's going out and hanging out with each other. Everybody's yeah. staying away from each other. You know, and, and we knew at the time that, that that experiment was probably not healthy emotionally. But that gets yeah. us back to what we just experienced this week, being yeah. around people. We were around people. Yeah, and me and my wife, we, we – uh, we went out with a couple couples, a couple couples, to that uh, Nate Brigatz and had just had a grand time. We were around like-minded. We wanted to enjoy ourselves. And well, we and that's always that's very life-giving. And and I think that um, you know I I don't have any prepared notes for this episode. I, this is I just want to do one of these every so often, yeah. uh, every sixty episodes or so. Oh, but, okay. Uh, there's so much to talk about. I mean, let's start with this, okay? Mm -hmm. In life. People naturally, and I'm not saying I know of anybody that did this. Let's just speak in hypotheticals. It is so easy for us to get put off and turned off by other people's enthusiasm. Turned off by other people's enthusiasm? Well, I mean, and on a smaller scale, and this is one of our longtime listeners, so I better tread lightly. But, you know, I think that uh, these, for, for a, a triple extrovert like myself. Okay that just comes unglued around people. And yeah. you compare that to somebody like my lovely bride who does not need that same type of level of uh, nutty connection with people. Yeah. I think for her, it's a little draining to watch me run around like a chicken with my head cut off and just have the time of my life. Yeah. That would be me and my wife. You know, she's, she's the introvert. I'm the extrovert. And when we're out and about, I'm like a kid in a, candy shop look let's at all say, these people all these people i can talk to let's just say okay that the majority mm -hmm. of people are humored and entertained 
I don't want to say inspired. That's stretching a little bit. Yeah. But they tolerate, right? Maybe yeah. not celebrate, but they can handle somebody that's having the time of their life. But can you imagine watching somebody do that and think, man, that guy's crazy. Like, what is wrong with him? But I, I, I just want to get that on the that's table. Pretty much what, I, I think that's what everybody looks at me and says. I, I know don't it. think if, if people know me, I think they look at me and go, he's nuts. He's certified. Dump. He's nuts. What would the world look like if, if everybody acted like that, or at least people who felt the need to act like that? My, I just want to get that cool. on the table that I know, I know I'm taking a huge gamble, right? Yeah. Coming out of my shell and having a blast. But I know I don't care. I don't care if it bothers some people. Yeah, see, and I feel like whenever I have fun and whenever I am myself, I generally feel like people around me have a good time too, whether they're True. an introvert or an extrovert. How and, could they not? Well, yeah. And, and, and I think it's because I do pay attention to people. You know, I don't want to make them people uncomfortable, but, but I, I, I do, I am myself, honestly, and I am an absolute idiot, but, but I want to bring it back because you're, you're, you're onto something here. Your main point was getting around like-minded people. Right. And thinking better, there's actually a, a scripture that, that immediately came to my mind whenever you said that. It talked about uh, don't be unequally yoked. And it really kind of talks about making sure that the people you are around are, are people that you can get along with, people that, that are also going to, um, I mean, if you're trying to accomplish something, you can get on the same page and everybody can, can, can move towards a common goal. And, and, uh, you know, that's, that's something that's, that's hard to find. That is very hard to find. Well, I also want to recognize during this conversation on the, and I want to have some empathy here for a second, um, on the bell curve of operators, yeah. there are people on the very, very high end. Okay. That, mm -hmm. um, that have been doing insanely well for an insanely long period of time. Okay. There's a lot of people in the middle that are doing okay or doing a little better than okay. And then there's people on the very far end on the left that um, are losing their shirt. And when I say losing their shirt, I'm talking about taking out a small business loan, mortgaging your house, cashing in your 401k, going into this thing, putting all your chips on the table and it being a poor fit. So, you know, in this room, there, there are people, are, all the varying experiences that are being had. And then people that have been doing it for 25 years, people who've been doing it for 25 days. Um, wow. you know, the, the, yeah, the range of people that are at this thing are across the board, but I want to, I, this is more self-confession JP. And you always like that. You always like when you kind of dig in and, and try to process things on a That's it. personal, That's it. let me, let me break this out for you and get your thoughts on it. Yeah. If we were absolutely positively struggling. Okay. And if one of our two concepts, we've, we've, it, we've been a little bit static, uh, stagnant with it. You know, our kids store, we haven't paid quite as much attention to is the, the new shiny toy with the adult store. Yeah. But um, if I were struggling immensely, I would freely talk about that. And I would be, you know, very matter of fact, very straight shooter. You know, we really got a long things to do. And, um, you know, we, we've got to work on this. We got to work on that. I mean, we're doing everything we can. Can't wait to improve, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I feel like there'd be great humility in the struggle, right? And I've struggled before and I'll struggle again. Um, but we're on a pretty good trajectory at the, at the, at the adult store. And so 
I shoot straight about that. And my wife, you know, she, she mentioned a word and I got to throw it out there to you. She says, sometimes you get so excited about this stuff. It's like you're grandstanding. Oh yeah. What a dirty word. Sounds like it, but you know, I like grandstanders. <laughs> well, grandstanders I, to me, grandstanders are happy people that I want to, I want to get, you know, I want to get a piece of that. Well, you know, what's funny is you're talking to different people all time, all the time. And you're, you're probably repeating yourself a lot. So it's, yeah. it's kind of like if, if I did it one time in a, in a big group, she would just let it go. But you know, if she hears it 10 times, it's just like, Oh my gosh, she's telling everybody. <laughs> and, and, and specifically, specifically, let's talk about an instance of that. Our uptown store is now it's really big because we have okay rent and we were able to, to expand it a little bit bigger. Yeah. So every time you say, you know, and I'm just going to say this, it sounds terrible, but I say, you've got, we've got the biggest sales floor in the country Yeah. You know, out of 128 stores. That's just facts, man. Numbers don't lie. No. And then what's, what's wrong with it? And then That's the store, exciting. the one store of the year, the store, the one store of the year this year. Yeah. Had one of the absolute smallest floor that? plans in the country. Wow. So. Just because I'm saying that we have a big floor plan doesn't mean that's the only way to go. That's just the way we've chosen to go. And you're proud of it. You're happy about it. My wife would just as soon not, you know, talk about our particulars. Just keep it to yourself. Um, and I respect that. Like, we're all wired differently. We are. We are. I, I, uh, I think you – well, I think it's the way you present it out as well. You know, if you say something and – you in your grandstanding, meaning you're saying it so that people just look at you and kind of fan you like you're the emperor. Yeah, that's a problem. You know, if you're saying it to 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 you know to gain accolades, you know that's a problem. But whenever you're saying it because you're celebrating it and you're happy about it, and and you're quick to say, hey, you know, this is what my team, our team, the team I'm a part of has helped us accomplish. Well, then it's a group thing that helped to get there. And and that's the way I always feel like you're talking about it is, you know, you're looking at the situation that you're in. It's a success. It's a great story. And it's about the effort and everybody's input, not just your name is Bull. And, you know, we need to, we need to start hip hopping and hooraying because your name is Bull and you're here. And you've well, one, one point I would add to that, what you just said, and I appreciate that, that uh, candor. And also it's off the cuff. I love the fact that it's yeah. just, you know, this is, we're, we're, we're uh, vibing, yeah. vibing, riffing, riffing, we're riffing, riffing. <laughs> I still think Nate Bergatz, it should be Bergatzi. Like take the yeah, E off. If you should. don't want it to be, if you take the E off, I know it's Nate Bergatz. If you put the E on the end of it, it's Nate Bergatzi. See, now I think you're grandstanding. Now I think you're just No, I just, I'm just telling you that E throws me off. So what I was going to say, <laughs> That totally, you've, you've made me lose my mind here, but what I, I want, I want everybody to be, do well, you know, yes. I want everybody to flourish. And that's, what's fun about it is, Oh, um, I can write this down. I'm going to put uh 93 quote so I can come back to it, but I want to read a, I want to read a, a, a little quote out of a book I've been listening to on the psychology of money. Uh, but this applies to life. You ready for this? I'm ready. Bring it on. Go out of your way. To find humility when things are going right and forgiveness and compassion when things go wrong, because it's never as good or bad as it looks. The world is big and complex. Luck mm. and risk are both real 
and they are pretty hard to identify. Respect the power of luck and risk. End quote. Ooh, I like that. That's from the author of that book I'm listening to. But here's the thing, JP. Yeah. The reason I'm so fired up and the reason I'm so excited is there is always a chance we lose the house on the store. Yeah, Yeah, something could go bad. The fear of poverty can make you get pretty excited when that's not what's happening. And let's not forget, in 2012, over my head, if I raise the camera up just a little bit, if you're going to talk the talk, you need to walk the walk. And I can tell you, 11 years ago, I flamed out so bad at Dagwoods, it wasn't even funny when we tried to help them do that little sandwich shop. So I got all the humility a guy needs, you know, from when things are going terrible from that failed venture. Um, mm-hmm. If anybody ever needs to humble me, they can always just show me a picture of Dagwood. You know, it, you, you bring that up and, and I think it is, it is something to our character. Cause like you, I mean, we, with our family business, we had failed ventures, you know, some that we, we tried to go down that were just the dumbest decision we could have made and it cut deep the losses cut deep but because of those losses whenever we have gains it makes those gains just that much more appreciate appreciated and i want to celebrate it because i don't know if they'll always come you know and and i and i am happy you know from a in a, in, a, in a humble sense to celebrate, you know, the wins we have. I recognize that it could be a lot worse, but I'm so thankful, you know, like in, in the season me and my wife are in right now, I'm so thankful we are where we are. You know, I, I remember yeah. when we were, we, we were, you know, trying to find pennies just so that we could go buy a birthday gift for one of our kids. You know, now I want to shift gears just a little bit on this annual meeting. Um, whether they know it or not, some have been intentional. Some have just been stalked. But um, I have absolutely, you know, worked on my side of things and my relationship with my wife to give us our best chance at success by studying all of the greats in this system that she's in, mm-hmm. you know, because we have all this data and we can benchmark, you know, that, yeah. that's a big theme is they, they talked a lot about benchmarking this week. I've been doing it for 14 years. Mm-hmm. Every day I've been benchmarking and without, without being able to benchmark, we would have probably failed. We probably, yeah. we probably would have not made it. I'll be honest with you. Benchmarking single-handedly uh, has made us successful. Okay. Gotcha. And because of now I'm more of a long-tenured owner, you know, 14 years is a pretty good chunk. Like there's only a handful of people that are ahead of us on that curve. Mm-hmm. We're definitely in the upper you know, quarter percent of, of uh, seasoned people. Yeah. It's now time to really go out of our way to pay it forward. And, um, I was talking to a couple of owners of a, of one of the kid to kid stores. And I said, tell me you've been able to identify some good mentors and some good peers to bounce things off of and, and encourage each other. And they said, well, we got you. <laughs> and I thought, Oh man, I haven't done much for you. Like I've <laughs> done almost nothing. I mean, I've not given you know, a couple of times we've talked, I've wanted to help you in the way I can, but that's pitiful. Like <laughs> we've got to fix that. And so coming out of this meeting, you know, we formed a little group where we can get some seasoned owners and some new owners uh, because, you know, we owe it to those new people coming in to help them be as successful as they can be, you know? Well, that's a great attitude. Well, and it's fun. Yeah. It's fun to help people. Yeah. And that's kind. That is, is, you'll find a lot of people that'll, that'll, that'll for freebies say, Hey, call me up and I'll, 
pour out what's inside my head onto your plate. I agree, but you know what's what's the crazy part about this symbiotic relationship is I will get better every single time. Every single time I help somebody that needs help, I get helped. I mean, it's That's it true. never fails. Yeah. Never fails. Yeah. Never because you're getting back to the brass tacks of what makes you successful by trying to mm -hmm. tell them what can make them successful, and that makes you say, "Hey, buddy, better practice what you preach." If you're going to yeah. talk the talk, you better walk the walk. And then it gets you back out there doing it again, getting re-energized because you're making a difference for them, but you're also getting out of your stalemate, you know? So, oh my gosh, JP, I just, I mean, this is Super Bowl Sunday. He's about owner, ready to go outside and run a mile. You've let's got do me it. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> this owner's meeting, this annual meeting gets me annual. so fired up because I'm in my element. I'm yeah. synthesizing and theorizing data. And I'm promoting it to people who don't want to lose their house. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> it's a captive audience, you know? <laughs> They're we, forced to listen to you. <laughs> well, no, I mean, they, no, I'm sure there's some people who could care less. But, and then yeah. here's the other funny thing. You can't do this. This is an important takeaway on this episode. And I don't know how much longer this will go. We can wrap it up at any time. I could talk about this for weeks. But here's the other key is you can't just do this on a generic broadcast to everybody deal yeah. right like this group that i started for the kid to kid stores i think there's like 11 owners in there huh. and i said look if you got somebody you want to pull into this this thing that's like-minded that just wants to get better that's all they care about bring them in but you can't get a wet blanket man in there no no, no. as soon as you get some some debbie downer that just wants to be a karen show's over yeah done so Mastermind Alliance, what started with this podcast was I had a vision to get on and talk about thinking better. Yeah. Nothing's new under the sun, as it says in Ecclesiastes. Calvin Bradley Truth. Jr. had already been talking about how enthusiastic he was. <laughs> and then one of my very first listeners, my fraternity brother, my dear friend, John Paul Bradley, John called me Paul. up and said, I'd love to come on there. And I said, well, yeah, you can be on there permanently. And you kind of joked like, no, no, no. And then before you know it, here we are, you know, 61 episodes are. in. 61 episodes in. But the reason this podcast has worked and the reason that this podcast will continue to work is because at its core, you and I are in a mastermind alliance. We are. We've tied the knot. We've tied we the have. knot with me, Bull. Well, because we both want to think better, JP. We do. We do. And what better way to encourage thinking better but by getting in a room of like-minded people? 100%. I saw a quote today that made me think of Calvin Bradley Jr. Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. It says, every production of genius yeah. must be the production of enthusiasm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. no matter what you do in life, it requires enthusiasm to get it going. Ain't that a fact? And if there's ever been a time in my life when I can say that I embody Calvin Bradley's motto of life, if there's it's ever right a time... It's when I'm at that annual owner's meeting from the time that it opens up at the first Tuesday and gets rolling and then Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and it's kicking. And I'm up there from 8 a.m. until 11 p.m. karaoke <laughs> on the grand, on the grand, uh, grand stage up there in Salt Lake City at a place called the Tabernacle. Just killing it, having a good time. <laughs> I even did uh, Madonna's Vogue, which I'm probably not going to. That was probably a one-off. That was a cover yeah. I won't do again. But to be able to go out there and, you know, snap with the. Uh, with the, you know, then the Evelyn Garbo, oh, yeah. Evelyn, or Dietrich and DiMaggio, Marlon Brando, yeah, I'm, I'm Jimmy I'm probably D. glad. I'm glad I haven't seen that one. On the cover of a magazine. Oh, it was beautiful. 
I mean, <laughs> the problem is when I do the rap stuff at my age and uh, my physical conditioning, I can't just rap. I, I have to dance. And so now I'm dancing and I'm rapping and I can't breathe, but I keep trying to go and I know I'm going to die. Like it's the closest to death I ever get. I'd say my heart rate is like maybe 220. Well, that's people, good. Get it up I ask, there. I ask people, I say, could you tell I couldn't breathe? And they're like, no. And I'm like, I mean, I think I'm going to start getting a, the older I get, I'm going to have to have a paramedic or a EMS outside. Just I, I'm going on stage. Ready to come. Ready to get come up here and help you out. Get the chest pumps ready. <laughs> but uh, just a brilliant time, JP. And I, I really think that we can, while we could go on about this for maybe four or five hours, I think we've probably covered. Let's just talk about the big ideas, right? Yeah, big ideas. It's here. Find people that are like-minded. Yeah. Share your best practices. If you're lucky enough and it's in a business setting or somewhere where there is data, the numbers don't lie. You can always benchmark. You know, um, and we've already found, we always find one or two little areas that we can improve upon based on averages and where we're below average in life. And that's true with everything, but, um, connect with people, pour into people and they will pour into you and you'll, and here's the, here's the, here's the big finish JP. We do this podcast because yes. we hope, we hope that, and we know that our goal is for people to maybe come up with one little thing that makes their week better. Yeah. When you go and meet with people at an annual conference or a retreat or fellow like-minded people that do something like you do or at your church or whatever it is where you have harmony, you can be in a mastermind mm -hmm. group where you really, you all get it. Um, it just, it just gets you there because you're not going to get there by yourself. It always takes more people. It takes more. You cannot live this life uh, alone. Boom. Andrew Carnegie. I would say it's been mentioned before. He was asked. By a young Napoleon Hill about a hundred years ago, he said, Mr. Carnegie, how are you the most successful steel magnet in all the world? Do you know what the answer was? I don't. Carnegie put down his, you know, fountain pen or whatever he had at the time. Yeah. He said, you know, uh, Mr. Hill, I'm not the smartest man in the world when it comes to steel, but look around this room. I've got 12 people assembled and between those 12 working in perfect harmony, those 12 people. When you put together their collective experience and their collective knowledge, that's how we're the mm. most powerful steel magnet in the world. It had nothing to do with the leader. It had to do with the talent that he had cultivated and pulled together, coalesced. What else? Mm -hmm. No, I, I, there is nothing else. That's strong. That noise in the background when I was trying to go through my Carnegie thing was a kid coming in here in a Joe Burrow jersey. I think she's got the wrong game. I heard her asking her mother earlier, you got a Kansas City Chiefs jersey? And uh, Molly's like, yeah, let me just pull one of those out of my hat. But she's running around in a Joe Burrow uniform, and I think she's she maybe thinks it's 2022. Yeah, well, why not? You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's good to live in the yeah. past sometimes. I saw a meme where it it, it compared Brock Purdy and, and Joe Burrow, and basically, oh, it's so funny. Like the media has made Brock Purdy out to be this 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 bum, and then two years ago, you know, Joe Burrow was the second coming of Joe Montana. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The narratives, the narratives yeah. that are out. There. And of course, Brock Purdy played at Iowa State, Woo! so played right there where my daughter Emmy was That's right. uh, graduated. Right? Yeah, yeah. I still lives. saw him. I, she does. I saw him playing on that field a couple years ago. Well, I think we know who you're rooting for, even though you're a Bronco fan. I'm a Bronco fan, baby. 
How do yeah, you not become an honor fan? I don't know. I'm a Bronco fan. I can't help it. It's in my blood. Well, I'll tell you what else is in your blood is being an encourager, being enthusiastic, right. being positive, and just That's being right. downright love that right right down lovely. Well, I'm I had here to, to watch help. something at the end of this episode. Well, this well, has been just so fantastic. I know we didn't we barely scratched the surface of this, but get out there, connect with like minded people and uh just it makes life more fun, JP. Truth. Well and said. And it makes you more successful. Well said. What could go wrong? Goodbye. Testing. One, two, three. Testing. That's all I can say is testing. Testing.